0: Welcome to another episode of Cardboard Fever. I'm your host, Mike Jokum. Matt is with me, and we are joined by soccer expert Chris Brown. First off, Chris, my friend, thanks for joining and how are you doing?
1: Yeah, thanks for having me, guys. Um, big fan of the show. I've obviously been listening since the beginning. Um, yeah, you guys do really, really great work. Glad to be here. Happy to uh, shed a little light on soccer because seems like nobody really, really knows what's going on with soccer, but it's, you know, it's huge. It's huge the, the, uh, the breaks and everything are, are, are really gaining some traction. So really hope to, uh, to give you guys a little insight into that.
0: Yeah. Um, I don't know where to start, so let's, let me, let me start with a, a, a broad question here. Everybody knows that like, you know, Ronaldo and, and Messi are, are the biggest names in the world. And those cards are impossibly exp- uh, uh, expensive. Wow, I cannot talk to start this episode. <laughs> um, but are there any, you know, what, what are your thoughts on the, on the general overall soccer market? Is it, is it still kind of sliding under the radar versus other sports?
1: Yeah, yeah, good question. Uh, it definitely is. Uh, I mean, it's a huge, huge, huge demand. Uh, that you could potentially see, I know, um, one of the soccer guys that I follow was comparing it with the super bowl. And I think something like 130 million people every year, watch the super bowl. You compare that to the world cup final over 2 billion people every year or every four years, watch the world cup final. So you just think about the exponential growth that is possible in soccer and how many people could possibly want soccer cards. You know, uh, I think they were also talking about like Instagram followers, like Tom Brady has like 9 million Instagram followers. Cristiano Ronaldo is the most followed account in the world, 236 million followers. So if you think all of them could want Cristiano Ronaldo cards, um, the demand could just be absolutely insane. And for so long, soccer really hasn't even been a focus. So they really haven't produced that many cards. You know, there's not you know, six or seven different soccer releases every year for each league. It's like one or two. Uh, I think MLS is getting a second one this year. Um, So, I mean, it's, they really don't release very many cards. There's potentially a huge demand for it. Um, And I mean, you're starting to see the soccer card market really, really pick up some steam here the last six months, even three months. And I mean, some of this stuff changes by the week. So Um, yeah, I mean, it's, it's definitely going under the radar. I think a lot of people are starting to pick up on it. Some of the bigger stuff, but there's so much stuff out there that is so underpriced that you can definitely get your hands on if you know what you're doing.
0: So what else? So ML is this the first year MLS has come out with the, the tops MLS was it? I think it was tops, right? That you sent me. Yes. Yeah. So they've, they've
1: had, um,
0: cards going all the way back
1: to started MLS in 1996, I think they just aren't super popular. They haven't really produced them on a massive scale. Um, they've had different 2014. They had a tops Chrome. Um, they've had tops stadium in 2018. Like they've had some of the other top brands that you recognize from some of the other sports. Um, and this year we're getting a tops and a tops Chrome. So, uh, and I think they, they had a Bowman last year as well. Um, so they're starting to kind of figure out the MLS market. Um, but in all honesty, that's a, even a small market compared to the bigger names over in
2: Europe. Chris, you mentioned that there's a lot of uh, good stuff out there to get your hands on. That's that's undervalued. Yeah. that's undervalued. If you know what you're, if you know what you're looking for, um, so mm-hmm. someone like Mike who has no clue what he's looking for, um, help someone like him out. What should he be looking for?
1: Yeah. Yeah. Good question. Um, so I mean, Definitely stick to the names you know. Um, I mean, Cristiano Ronaldo and Lionel Messi. Their base rookie cards are incredibly popular, so they're they're really skyrocketing. Um, but I mean, there's other bigger names out there. Um, like David Beckham has started to gain some traction recently. Thierry Henry is a huge, a lot of people know. Um, so I mean, there's people know I think soccer names, um, and and really you can get your hands on pretty much there's Pele cards out there Maradona cards are out there it's tough to find um really really old stuff now but I mean especially some of the newer um some of the newer legends um and also you got younger guys coming up like Mbappe a lot of people know Mbappe um Erling Haaland has really come on the scene in the last few years some really really bright young guys that are starting to get some big releases in you know tops chrome and stuff like that um so i mean there's uh you do have to know at least a few of the soccer names but realistically you don't have to know every soccer player you don't have to follow the french third division to to really make any money off of this um, it's not like baseball where you have to know every minor league player out there you just really need to know some of the bigger names um Ansu Fadi Fati is a bigger one. Um so yeah, there's a ton of a ton of young
2: prospects that are
1: that are kind of coming up up and coming.
2: So who's a um in your opinion, who who's a lesser known player that you think is going to explode in value over the next year or so?
1: Yeah, good question. Um so really with the soccer card market, it's a bunch of the older stuff that people are going to get to first, that's going to go up like you saw the Messi's and the Ronaldos go up. Um, you starting to see the Beckhams and the henries go up. So some of the older stuff is going to really shoot up first. Um, the younger prospects, I mean, people can kind of wait on them a little bit because there's just so much to invest in, in soccer that, I mean, really you can't buy at all. Like, let's be honest. We don't have, a, you know, an unlimited amount of money. So, um, I think the older stuff is going to shoot up first. And then once that market gets saturated, you're going to start to see some of the younger guys come up. As far as some really good young prospects that definitely explode Ansu Fati is, is definitely one of my favorites. Um, I think Erling Holland is kind of out of the box now. I think people kind of know that he's going to be really, really good. Um, I'm trying to think Mason Greenwood is, is a really good young player. Um, I actually have a few shares of Eduardo Kemavinga. um, Who's a a much lesser known player. Um, He's a midfielder in France and he's, only 18 years old right now, um, but I mean, yeah, they, there's a ton of stuff out there that they could really go up. Um, that and American players too: um, Serginho Dest at Barcelona, Weston McKenney at Juventus, uh, Christian Pulisic at Chelsea, and Gio Rania at Dortmund are the big ones. Um, so, really, any of the American kids that are coming up are, are also good investments, in my opinion.
0: So, one guy I wanted to ask you about who is a Philadelphia area born guy. He is now playing for FC Red Bull Salzburg, but played yeah. for the Union a couple of years ago. Yep. And the U.S. national team, you probably know where I'm going with this. Brendan Aranson. Yep. I grabbed a couple different variations of his rookie card from the box I bought off of you a month or so ago. So,. Mm-hmm. What do you think about this uh, lo- local to me soccer player who's now playing wherever Salzburg is? Yeah. So
1: yeah, Salzburg is in Austria, I believe. Yep. They play. I knew that. Same club that Erling Haaland from as well. Um, and Red Bulls has a whole big system where they have the New York Red Bulls, they have Salzburg, they have Red Bull Leipzig in Germany. So they have a they have almost like a tier, like you're used to in baseball, like a minor league system feeding the the bigger clubs. Um, As far as Aronson goes, I mean, yeah, obviously a a great young player. He's already scored two or three goals over in Austria, um, starting with the first team. Um, He's also an American head coach in Jesse Marsh, um, which is one of our best coaching prospects from a U.S. perspective. Uh, But he's really starting to break out. Um, If we'd had more U.S. games last year, I think he would have played a little bit more for the U.S. national team. So definitely moving forward, he's one to watch. Um, but the midfield for the US is just starting to get loaded. I mean, there's, you know, four or five guys that are at world class clubs now, to where, I mean, it's, it's not even enough to be playing in Europe anymore. You have to be playing for a really world class club. Um, so he's still a younger guy. I think he's only maybe 20 years old. Um, he definitely has the talent to break out. Um, it's just a question of, you know, does he realize that talent and, and, and reach his full potential?
0: Yeah, he is 20 years old, which is. Pretty amazing he was born in the year 2000 and he's playing in in over in Europe so when when you're playing for a team like Red Bull Salzburg what is kind of the next level in terms of soccer like it is from there is it you know the Premier League or uh, the German League or one of those kind of like bigger leagues that are that are overseas
1: yeah yeah so Salzburg is one of those top tier kind of okay. uh, level, um, teams. Um, so they do make the champions league. They, they will play in the stage sometimes. Um, but if you're looking to move past that, you're looking at the big five. So France, um, Spain, Germany, Italy, and England premier league. Yep. Um, you're definitely moving to one of those five leagues. Um, France really isn't that big. So it's kind of like a, a tier in itself, but, um, yeah, he'll, he'll probably end up moving to Red Bull Leipzig at some point because they're affiliated, um, just like um, Tyler Adams has made the move from Red Bulls New York to uh, Red Bulls Leipzig. Um, so, yeah, you're, you're kind of looking at one of those big five leagues and, and, uh, and moving up that way. Um, but, yeah, he's, he's definitely a good young player. And actually going, going back to you were talking about kind of a local guy, um, I don't know if you know, Christian Pulisic is from Hershey, PA. Oh, no way. Uh, Zach Steffen is from somewhere up in the Northeast. Uh, I think New Jersey, maybe. Um, and then Gio Reyna is from, he was born in England, but most of his time was spent in New York City. Um, so actually the Northeast is a really big hub for soccer players
0: coming out. Yeah, my high school soccer program was was pretty good. Boy, yeah, I graduated 14 years ago, so I'm, I'm dating myself a little bit. But I had a couple guys that I don't think ever made the the national team, but were on the you know at least the the tryout squad, etc. So let's see here. We got about five minutes left. There's obviously, as you mentioned, tops, Chrome's or MLS coming out this year. When is the release date for that? And compared to the tops MLS that came out earlier this year, which was super reasonably priced. What do mm-hmm. you think we can expect cost wise for a box of tops chrome? Because I will definitely be checking it out because I'd imagine it's probably semi reasonable in cost.
1: Yeah, it absolutely is. Um, so the MLS, the normal tops MLS, we expect out sometime in April. I think it's late April. Um, the season is supposed to start on April 1st I think it is um, and then it comes out after that and then the other the tops chrome should be coming out sometime toward the end of the, toward the middle of the season I guess august I think they said august 27th somewhere in there um, the normal tops mlS has been retailing I've seen some people listing it for 75 some listing it for you know 85 to even 100 um, generally I think that's right around the the app price you're looking at um, and these the 2020 box, at least, seems to have been a really, really good value just on how many rookies were in that box. Um, we'll have to take a look at the checklist once it comes out and see exactly, you know, who the rookies are and, and if that'll be a worthwhile investment. Um, but, yeah, it's, it's exciting to, to kind of get a second, you know, crack it at, at MLS. They had kind of a, you know, like I said, they had Bowman last year. Which wasn't really a box that it was released. It was just kind of an on-demand type thing, okay. where if you wanted a box, you could order it. Um, and uh, but now we're actually getting two full hobby boxes, so yeah, these should be right around that that hundred dollar that hundred range. So definitely affordable, fun rips for sure. Um, hopefully they'll throw some more autographs in this time. They've been they've been focusing more on the um, relic cards, but definitely love the autographs.
0: Yeah, I would like more than one autograph in my box this time. I think yeah. my, my autograph went to you actually in in the yeah, end. You pulled, the,
1: you pulled my guy that I was looking for.
0: That's right because I, I sent it to Matt and Matt was like you you need to you need to send show that to Chris immediately. Uh, yeah. I've never sent a card I pulled quicker to somebody even like big cards <laughs> that, I, that I that I've okay. hit but
1: Yeah, it was yeah. right out of the box right the uh, right
0: yeah yeah i was i was super super pumped it was a cool box i i saved pretty much every rookie card under the advice of of you and matt i even saved most of the base cards uh some i've used as kind of padding for envelopes but most of the base cards are still here in case these guys blow up or you know go overseas and have a a fruitful career but let's wrap it up with a, a a personal collecting question yeah you, you know, we'll, we'll stick with the soccer theme here. What soccer guys, because we kind of just alluded to it in the, in the box I pulled, what what soccer guys do you currently PC or maybe plan to target this year?
1: Yeah, so the PC for me, uh, the biggest one is a kid called Moses Nyman. He's 16 years old, plays for the first team for D.C. United, which is my team. I used to work for D.C. United for, for a year there. Um, so I've been following them ever since, and he is really up and coming. He's a, uh, he just got named to the, uh, I think it was 20 under 20 or four. Uh, yeah, I think it was 20 under 20 um, worldwide. So the, the top 20 prospects in the world um, under the age of 20 years old, he just got named to that. Um, and yeah, he's, he's super good kid. He's coming up through our Academy um, and he's, uh, definitely one that I'm, that I'm collecting as many as I possibly can of him. Um, just in general, I mean, definitely DC United. Um, I don't really have too many overseas teams. I seem to get a bunch of Dortmund stuff. I know I was getting some Marco Royce for Matt earlier. Um, yeah, buddy. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I, uh, I seem to to just gravitate towards Dortmund for whatever reason, because they do, they keep bringing up great young Americans. So, um but yeah anything u.s men's national team and anything dc united if anyone finds any wayne rooney definitely send it to me too
0: awesome man well listen you're
2: gonna you're, you're gonna be devastated if um they miss the world cup again i'm assuming
0: they won't miss the world cup i
1: promise promise there's no chance zero percent i'm going on record
0: wow that's that's bold matt should we make I'm a bet out on of this? this
2: we can't yeah. lose i'm gonna add it's bigger twice in a row <laughs> I am being a betting man. I, I will definitely jump on this. Um, Yeah, we'll make a bet off air, make it public. But, yeah, Let's do we're, it. We're, yeah, yeah, we're doing this for sure. Yeah.
1: Let's do it. They'll definitely make the all World right. Cup. And I'm, we I'm, all also, I'm also... We all know uh,
2: Germany's going to win it again. What's that? We all know Germany's going to win it again,
1: hopefully. I don't know, dude. Timo Werner can't score a goal when it's an empty net, so we'll see. Oh. Really what a... What
2: a what a love, love, um, Mike. What a love, love. <laughs> um,
1: but I'm also on record as saying the U.S. national team will make at least the semifinals in the 2026 World Cup because our young our team is going to be really good, and that's going to be a home World Cup. So I'm definitely, I'm excited for that for sure. That's going to be a really, really fun time. So
2: I like two, it. It's, there's the two bets we got to make with him off air, Michael.
0: Yeah, I. I... <laughs> Well, well. Before before we wrap it up, uh, Matt, I will let you sign us off in a minute with with Chris on the line here. But do want to thank Podgo, P O D G O, the easiest way for other people to monetize their podcast, providing podcasters a flat rate for ad space, so you know how much you get when you include an ad from Podgo. You can apply online at podgo.co. And when you fill out your form, make sure to include our podcast name in there. And that is all. So Matt, unless we have anything else. I want to
1: throw one more thing in here real yeah. quick. Um, if you are interested in soccer um, and you're not really too sure what's going on, I do have a small group going where, you know, guys just ask me questions, try to help, try to help people out as much as I can. So if you are interested in that, Definitely shoot me a DM on Twitter at MLS Card Guy. Um, you can also I'm I'm all over the Cardboard Fever podcast Twitter page normally, so you should be able to find me on there as well. Um, but yeah, I just wanted to throw that out there if anyone's interested in soccer.
0: Yes, Chris is a great follow. Has helped me kind of figure out soccer since I f- I bought that first box a a month or two ago, whenever that was. So check him out. I'll make sure to put his Twitter. Uh, handle in the show notes for the podcast as well and tag them in the social media when the episode comes out on Monday. So I'm Chris, I appreciate the time. It's, it's been fun learning a little bit more about soccer. I've tried for many years to learn and just always get sidetracked with everything else going on in the world. So I definitely appreciate it. But with that, I will let Matt go ahead and sign us off for the week.
2: Yeah, definitely. And I think, um I think it'll also be uh, like, like Chris said, his expectations for U.S. soccer are pretty high. So I think it'll be easier for people in this country to get more into soccer with the national team itself being better. Uh, so yeah. looking forward to that as well, although I'm still sticking to my bet, because um, <laughs> I'm a betting man. Why would I not? Um, and yeah, we we want to say thank you to taking time out of your busy night, um, you know, to join us on on, on the show. And with that, let's keep living the dream and living the hobby.